Då är er vi glada för att ha Avi Snyder med oss. Welcome Avi. Vielen Dank. Yes. Kösenen. <laughs> and thank you. Tack. It's wonderful to be here this evening. Det er fantastisk flott å være her i kveld. My name is Avi Snyder. Jeg heter Avi Snyder. I'm here tonight with my wife Ruth and my niece Priscilla. Jeg er sammen med min kone Ruth og min niece Priscilla. And I want to thank all of you for taking such good care of us while we're here. Takk for at dere tar så godt vare på oss når vi er her. I'm excited about uh, the privilege of being able to share with you tonight and over the next couple of days. Og jeg er glad for at jeg kan få være sammen her og dele... I'm grateful uh, that Vegard will be my voice in Norwegian tonight. Jeg er utrolig takknemlig til til alle for at Vegard kan være tolk. I apologize that I'm not smart enough to learn Norwegian in 48 hours. Unnskyld for at jeg ikke er smart nok til å lære norsk på 48 timer. I'm grateful to the Lord that uh, you have invited me to be here. Jeg er takknemlig til Herren for at jeg får være her. I'm grateful to the Lord for the partnership that uh, Jews for Jesus and DNE have enjoyed for years. Og jeg er glad for det samarbeidet som Jews for Jesus og Israelmissionen har sammen og hatt i mange år. I'm grateful for the fact that you published my book in Norwegian. <laughs> jeg er glad for at vi oversatte boka mi til norsk. I'm grateful most of all for the burden that you have for the salvation of my people. Og jeg er takknemlig mest av alt for den lengselen og brannen i hjertet vårt for jødenes frelse. And tonight, during this first time that we're together, I want to give you a deeper understanding of why you have that burden. Og i kveld så skal vi se på litt dypere på hvorfor har vi denne lengselen i hjertet. I, I know that you love my people. Jeg vet at dere elsker mitt folk. I know that you want to see my people saved. Jeg vet at dere ønsker å se mitt folk frelst. I want you to understand the full implications of why God has given you that burden. But first let me tell you a story. Years ago, I think maybe 35 years ago, when my wife and I still lived in uh, the United States, uh, we lived in Chicago. Så bodde vi i Chicago. I was a, a young missionary. Jeg var en ung missionær. Maybe I don't know, 30, 32 years old. Jeg var 30, 32 år kanskje. And one afternoon I I met with um, an Orthodox Jewish man about my age, uh, early 30s. Men at min altså møtte jeg en jødisk ortodox mann som var på min alder. Cirka. His name was Mordechai. Hans navn var Mordechai. Now, my reason for meeting with Mordechai was to introduce him to Yeshua. Og Det jeg skulle var jo introdusere Mordecai for Yeshua, Jesus. Mordecai's reason for meeting with me was to bring me back to rabbinic Judaism. Og Mordecai sin grunn for å møte meg var jo å få meg tilbake igjen til ortodoks jødedom. So at one point Mordecai groans with, with the agony of a man who's 90 years old. Så på hvert tidspunkt så sukker Mordecai med en sånn, den som er 90 år gammel. He says, Avi, Avi, Avi. Han sier, Avi, Avi, Avi. It's such a tragedy. Det er sånn en tragedie. You're like a man who went searching for a treasure. Du er som en mann som var ute og lette etter en skatt. 
But instead of looking in your own backyard, you looked in the backyard of the Gentiles. Men istället för att leta i din egen bakgård, din egen hage, så gick du till hedningarna och lätta. Come back, Avi. Kom tillbaka, Avi. You're one of the chosen. Du är en av de utvalda. Come back. Kom tillbaka. Now it was my turn. Så var det min tur. I said. Jag sa. Mordechai, Mordechai, Mordechai. Jag sa Mordechai, Mordechai, Mordechai. You're right, Mordechai. We're chosen. Du har rätt. Vi är utvalt. Why are we chosen, Mordechai? Men varför är vi utvalt, Mordechai? Suddenly Mordechai became very impatient. Och så kom Björn utmodig. He said, "Who knows why we're chosen? That's Hashem business. Now come back." Alltså, kan vi gå för vi är utvalt? Det är Guds grund. Kom, kom tillbaka. I said, Mordechai, I know why we're chosen. Växa Mordechai, jag vet varför vi är utvalt. We Jews were chosen and elected for only one reason. Vi gjorde vi var utvalt för en grund. To be an evangelistic light to the nations. Och vara ett evangeliskt lys för världen. You could say that God chose the Jews because he loves the Gentiles so much and wants to see them saved. Du kan säga att Gud valde judarna för att han älskar hedningarfolkene så mycket och önskar att se dem frälst. Let me take you to a, a, a pivotal moment in our national history. Ska ta oss till en punkt i vår historia. Exodus chapter 19. Andra Mosebok kapitel 19. Verses 4, 5 and 6. Och det är vers 4, 5 och 6. Let me set the context. God has brought us out of Egypt. Gud har tagit oss ut av Egypt. He's gathered us at Mount Sinai. Och han har samlat oss vid Sinai fjällen. He's about to give us the law. Han ska ge oss lagen. But before he does that, he tells us the reason for our national existence. Men för det så fortalar han grunden till varför vi är nationellt utvalt. Listen to what he says. Read the verses please. Hur kan det ska du se till Jakobs hus och fortala israeliterna. Det har satt vad jag gjorde med egyptarna och vårdan jag löfte dere på örnevingar och bad dere hit till mig. Vi ser allida min röst och hålla min pakt ska det vara min dyrebara egendom framför alla andra folk för hela jorden är min. Det ska vara ett kungarike av präster och ett halligt folk för mig. He said that we will be a kingdom of priests. Alltså vi ska vara kungarike av präster. Now you have to understand what the priests did in the ancient world. Så vi bör förstå vad prästerna gjorde i denna tid. Essentially they did two things. Gjorde två ting. They interceded for people before God. De gick fram för Gud för folkets skull. And they instructed people about God. Och de lärde folket om Gud. They were the mediators and they were the messengers. De var de mellommän och de var också den som bar budskapet fram. Now if the whole nation was called to be a nation of messengers and mediators. Så vis hela folket kallt att vara budbringare och mellanmän. Then for whom were we supposed to mediate and to whom were we supposed to bring a message? Så kan med det vi ska göra detta för. Who's left? Kan med det med igen. The world. Världen. The call to be a kingdom of priests was a missionary mandate. Så kallet att vara ett kungarike av präster är ett missionskall. And I want to show you how this theme of being a, a, a missionary people reverberates through our entire history. Vi ska visa hur det kallet att vara ett kungarike av präster går igenom hela vår historia. Listen to the words of Genesis chapter 12 verses 1, 2 and 3, the Abrahamic covenant. 
Hör på det som står i första Mosebok 12. Dra bort från landet ditt och från släkten din och från farshuset ditt till det landet som jag ska visa dig. Jag vill göra det till ett stort folk. Jag vill välsigna dig och göra namnet ditt stort. Du ska bli till välsignelse. Jag vill välsigna dem som välsignar dig, med den som förbannar dig, ska jag förbanna. I dig ska alla släkter på jorden välsignas. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. I dig ska alla jordens släkter välsignas. In what way were we supposed to be a blessing to the world? Kunna skulle vi vara en välsignelse till världen? Paul explains. Paulus förklarar. In Romans chapter 3 he says that through us, through one particular people, God gave the scriptures, the written word. Paulus säger i Romarna 3 att genom detta folket så gav Gud världen skrifterna. And then in Romans chapter 9 Paul explains that through us through one particular people God brought forth the word made flesh the Messiah Jesus. I Romarna 9 så förklarar Paulus hur detta folket var med och till och med för dem stammar Kristus han som är Gud över alla. The inscribed word the incarnate word det skrevne ord og det inkarnerte ord. This was the blessing to the whole world. Og dette var velsignelsen til hele verden. So when God called Abraham, he was thinking of a witness to the world. Så når Gud kalte Abraham, tenkte han på et vitnesbyrd for hele verden. Jump ahead, 400 years. Hopp fram 400 år. God is about to bring us out of Egypt. Gud skal sende oss, befri oss ut av Egypt. And he has a very interesting conversation through Moses with Pharaoh. Och han har en intressant samtal med Farao genom Moses. Listen to what God says to Pharaoh through Moses. Hör vad Gud säger till till Farao genom Moses. Exodus chapter 9 verses 14, 15 and 16. Andra Mosebok kapitel 9. För denna gången vill jag sända alla plågorna mina mot dig, salv över tjänarna dina och folket ditt. Så du ska känna att ingen är som jag på hela jorden. Men jag har likväl hållt dig uppe för att visa dig min makt. Och för att navnet mitt ska bli förkynt över hela jorden. Do you hear what he said? Hör det kan säga. He said, he said that he wanted Pharaoh to know that there was none like the Lord in all of the earth. Han vill att Farao ska veta att det var ingen som Herren på hela jorden. He tells Pharaoh that he's going to do these deeds so that his name, the Lord's name, will be declared throughout the whole earth. Han ska ge dessa plågor så att hans namn ska bli proklamerat över hela världen. So when God redeemed my people out of Egypt, yes, he was doing it because of his love for us. Så när Gud frälste det judiska folk ut av Egypt, så tänkte han på hela världen. But he was doing it because of his love for you. Han gjorde det för kärlighet till hedningefolket. When he brought us out of Egypt, he had worldwide witness on his mind. När han brakte oss ut av Egypt, så hade han världens vittnesbörd på sig. 40 years later. 40 år senare. The first generation has died in the wilderness. And, and now Moses is repeating the law to us. And he explains one of the reasons why God gave us the law. Listen to what he says in Deuteronomy chapter 4 verses 5, 6 and 7. Se, jag har lärt er forskrifter och lovar, slik Herren min Gud har pålagt mig. For at dere skal leve efter dem i det landet dere går inn i for å legge unna dere. Dere skal holde dem og leve efter dem. For da vil de andre folkene se deres klokskap og forstand. Når de hører om alle disse forskriftene vil de si. Så klokt og forstandig det er. Dette store folket. Hvilket stort folk har vel en Gud som er like nær som Herren vår Gud er nær oss hver gang vi kaller på han. He says, this will be your wisdom in the sight of the nations. 
that is gavara for an olive folk's log he wanted the nation surrounding us to observe us and to understand av vill att folken runt skulle se på oss och förstå vem gud är he wanted them to understand that our god is real av vill att folken skulle förstå att israels gud är äkta that our god is near att vår gud är när that our god answers us when we call to him av vår gud svarar när vi ber till honom you know it's a little bit ironic det är lite ironisk Paul in, in the book of Romans says that the church has the responsibility to provoke us Jews to jealousy. I Romarbrevet säger Paulus att hedningen har ansvar för att provocera judarna tillbaka. And this is true. Och det är sant. And one of the reasons that God gave us the law was so that we would provoke you to jealousy. Men grunden till att Gud gav oss loven var att vi skulle provocera hedningarna till Gud. If you understand this this evangelistic relationship between the law and the land and the call. Och vad känner vi den relationen mellan folket, loven och landet? Then you can understand why God's heart was so grieved whenever we broke the covenant. Så känner du varför Guds hjärta var i sorg när folket vårt bröt loven? You see by violating the covenant this was not just a paramount expression of our ingratitude to God. Det vi bröt loven var inte bara det att vi var uttagnämliga för loven till Gud. When we broke the covenant, we compromised God's witness to you. När vi bröt loven, bröt pakten, så gjorde vi det och så bröt vi och det som Gud hade tänkt för folkeslagna. And instead of causing you to desire what we have, och istället för folkeslagna skulle begära och önska det judarna hade, instead of causing you to bless the name of the Lord. We caused you to blaspheme the name of the Lord. So blev vårt fall till att folkslagna och var mot Gud, blasfemerade Gud. And over and over, God sent us the prophets, calling us to come back. Och gång på gång sände Gud profeterna för att vinna oss tillbaka. Not just for our sake. Inte bara för vår skull. But for the sake of the testimony, the sake of the witness to you. Man får vittnesbörda skyld för folkeslagarna. Except for a few short-lived revivals, we continue to go our own way. Och det är nog en småverkelse i historien här, men stort sett så gick vi våra egna vägar. And finally, because God is a God of justice, he drove us into the Babylonian captivity. Och för det är Gud, en rättfärdig Gud, så driver han oss in till det babylonska fångenskapet, exilen. It was as though he were saying this. Det var som man sa detta. If you will not be a light to the nations in the land that I gave you, hvis du inte vill vara ett lys för folkeslagen i det landet jag gav dig, then you will live in the darkness of the nations. Så ska du leva i mörket till folkeslagen. But you know, even when he drove us into captivity, men sen när han drev oss ut i fångenskap, even when he chastised us. Even when he punished us, he did it in love. And he was thinking of a witness to you, a witness to the world. Listen to what listen to what he said to us through the prophet Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 5, verse 15. Kapitel 5, vers 15. Når jeg holder dom over deg med brennende vrede og flammende straff, 
Jag Herren har talat. He says it will be a lesson, a warning to the nations all around us. Det ska vara en advarsel till folkeslagarna runt omkring. He wanted you to understand that he's real and that he holds people accountable. Han ville att folk skulle känna att han Gud är äkta och han håller folk ansvarliga. And 70 years later when he brought us out of the captivity. Och 70 år senare när han förde oss tillbaka igen från fångenskapet. He tells us he's not doing it for our righteousness. Så sen att jag gör det inte för deras rättfärdighet. He's doing it for the sake of his name. Men han gör det för sitt namns skull. And for one other very important reason. Och för en annan viktig grund. Listen to what he says in Ezekiel chapter 36 verses 23 and 24. Han säger att i Ezekiel 36 vers 23 till 24. Folkeslagen ska känna att jag är Herren, säger Herren Gud. När jag genom dere visar mig hellig får ögonen på dem. Jag hämtar dere från folkeslagen, samlar dere från alla landena och för dem hem till deras eget land. And the nations will know that I am the Lord he says. Och folkeslagen ska veta dig Herren. The nations will know that I am the Lord. Folkeslagen ska veta dig Herren. When God called Abraham he had a he had witness to the world on his mind. När Gud kallade Abraham så hade världens omspännande vittnesbörd i tankarna. When God brought us out of Egypt he had a witness to the world on his mind. När Gud förde oss ut av Egypten så hade världens omspännande vittnesbörd i tankarna. When God commissioned us as a kingdom of priests he had a witness to the world on his mind. När Gud sa vi var ett kungligt prästerskap för han så hade han ett världens omspännande vittnesbörd i tankarna. When he gave us the law he had a witness to the world on his mind. When he drove us into Babylon and brought us out, he had a witness to the world on his mind. And so it shouldn't surprise us. So det skulle inte överraska oss. After the resurrection. Forty days after the resurrection. Jesus tells us something that some of us couldn't quite comprehend. Så fortalar Jesus något som vi inte helt förstod eller ville ta in över oss. Acts chapter 1. Apostelgärningarna kapitel 1. Verse 8. Vers 8. Där gick det er och känner tider och stunder som far har fastsatt av sin egen makt. Men dere ska få kraft när en hellig ånd kommer över dere. Och dere ska vara mina vittnare i Jerusalem och hela Judea, i Samaria och helt till jordens ända. This is almost humorous. He's been teaching us about the kingdom for 40 days. And then one of us asked him a question. We said, okay, so is this the time that you'll restore the kingdom to Israel? See, we thought it was all over. He died for our sins. He'd risen from the dead. Han döde för våra synder och han stod upp för de döda. It's all over, right? It's finished. Så är det färdigt. Det är färdigt, inte det? And Yeshua says, no, 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 no. Och Jesus säger, nej, nej. He says, first of all, the time isn't your business. Först är att tiden är inte deras sak. Second of all, för det andra, I have a job for you to do. Jag har en jobb för dig att göra. You will be my witnesses. Det ska vara vittna. Jerusalem. För Jerusalem. Well, that's okay. Judea. Judea. That's all right. Okay. Samaria. Samaria. Yeah, that's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> and to the rest of the world. Och till hela världen. I am convinced that there had to be one of the disciples standing there thinking this. Och jag tror minst en av disciplerna måste stått där och tänkt. Oh man. 
Nothing's changed. Same old job. Witnesses to the world. Och ingenting har förändrats. Samma gamla jobben. Vittne till världen. Now, the question for us tonight is this. Spörsmålet vårt ikväll det är detta. Does this call to be witnesses to the world still rest on the Jewish people? Detta kallet att vara ett vittne för världen gäller det fortsatt oss judar idag? Yes it does. Ja, det gör det. How do we know? Well, because the scriptures tell us so. In Romans chapter 11, Paul says these words about us. He says, even though we are enemies, even though we are opponents of the gospel because of our unbelief, he says, as far as election is concerned, we are beloved. Why? Because of the patriarchs, meaning the promises to the patriarchs, and because the gifts and the call are irrevocable. The word gifts is in the plural because God has given us many gifts. But the word call is in the singular. Why? Because Israel as a people has only received one call. För det att Israel har bara fått ett kall. To be a kingdom of priests. To vara ett kungligt prästerskap. To be a nation of messengers to the rest of the world. Och vara ett folk som är budbringare till resten av världen. And Paul says that that call has not been revoked. Och detta kallet inte blir tagit tillbaka. Haven't you ever wondered why the apostle Paul always began his ministry in every new city by first bringing the gospel to us, to his fellow Jews? Har du lurat på varför Paulus alltid när han kom till en ny by gick till judarna först? Well, was was he a Jewish nationalist? Var han en judisk nationalist? No, he was a Jewish missionary. Nej, han var var han en judisk missionär. And he had the responsibility of bringing the gospel to the world. Og han hadde ansvar for å bringe evangeliet til verden. And he understood a key in bringing that about. Og han skjønte nøkkelen til å få det verdens evangelisering til. He understood the call. Han, for, han skjønte kallet. So he always began his ministry in every new city by first bringing the gospel to the future messengers. Så han begynte alltid med å gå til en ny by til de som var kalt til å være budbringere. So that we would join him in bringing the message to the world. Så vi vil være med han og bringe evangeliet ut til verden. You see, we can't proclaim the gospel until we believe the gospel. Så vi kan ikke forkynne evangeliet før vi tror evangeliet. And we can't believe the gospel until we hear the gospel. Og vi kan ikke tro evangeliet før vi hører evangeliet. And we can't hear the gospel unless someone brings it to us First. Let me tell you one of the best ways to interfere with the cause of world evangelism. If you are an opponent of the gospel, take notes because this will be very useful to you. This is how you can interfere with world evangelism. Keep the gospel away from us Jews. Believe the lie that we Jews do not need Jesus in order to be saved. Do not pray for the salvation of Israel. Pray for everything else for Israel. But don't pray for our salvation. 
Men ikke be for jødenes frelse. Do not pray for those who bring the gospel to the Jewish people. Ikke be for de som ønsker å gi evangeliet til jødene. Do all these things. Gjør alt dette. And maybe Jesus will have to wait another 2,000 years before he comes back. Og kanskje Jesus må vente 2,000 år til før han kommer igjen. But give us the gospel. Men gi oss evangeliet. And we'll give the gospel to everyone we meet. Og vi vil gi evangeliet til alle vi møter. Because that's why we were created. That's why we were chosen. That's the call. For det var derfor vi var skapt. Derfor var vi utvalgt. Dette er vårt kall. Now don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that only us Jews are supposed to be missionaries. I'm not even saying that we're very good missionaries. We're just very loud missionaries. And every one of us, as a sincere believer in the Lord, is called to be a witness for him in some fashion. We know this. But there's only one entire nation that was called to be an entire people of witnesses for the Lord. And that's us Jews. And that call resides upon us today. That's why you're committed to seeing my people saved. Derfor er vi med på dette med å gi evangeliet til jødene. Because you are involved in something that's even going beyond the salvation of my people. For vi er med på noe enda større enn bare evangeliet til jødene. We're in the forefront of God's plan to bring the gospel to the world. Vi er i fronten av Guds plan med å bringe evangeliet ut til hele verden. Some years ago I had the privilege of speaking in a church in Germany. At the end of my message, I, I offered an invitation for anyone to receive the Lord. A young, a young Jewish woman, a young German woman raised her hand. And so I, I went over to talk to her after the service. I said, did you understand what I was inviting you to do? She said, yes. I said, do you want to repent of your sins and give your heart to the Lord? And she said with tears in her eyes, I've tried and I can't. I said, why not? She said, because of my grandfather. I could guess what she meant. But I asked her anyway. I said, what about your grandfather? She said, he was one of the monsters of the Third Reich. I said, well, we're not talking about your grandfather. We're talking about you. We're not talking about your grandfather. We're talking about you. She said, you don't understand. He personally murdered your people. I said, I understand perfectly. I understand that you're letting your guilt over his sin stop you from being free of your sin. Forstår du at du tenker på hans synd som så stor, den skammen for det, at det overdekker din synd? Does that make any sense? 
Er det nogen mening i det? She said no. Nej, så. I said then pray with me and turn your heart over to the Lord. Så be med mig og gi hjertet ditt til Herren. And she did. Og hun gjorde det. Why am I telling you this story? Hvorfor forteller jeg denne historien? She understood what she needed to do. Hun forstod hva hun måtte gjøre. She understood the theology. Hun forstod teologien. But because of history she couldn't take that step. Men på grunn av historien så kunne hun ikke ta det skrittet. She needed to hear the message from a Jew. Hun trengte å høre budskapet fra en jøde. And God gave me the privilege of bringing her to the throne of grace. Og Gud gav meg privilegium å bringe henne frem til Jesus. God says in Exodus that we will be a kingdom of priests. Gud sa i andre moseboker at vi skal være et kongelig presteskap. God created us and chose us Jews to be an evangelistic light to the nations. Han skapte oss og utvalgte oss til å være et evangelisk lys for verden. Det er denne kallet vi jødene noen gang har fått. Og det kallet er ikke blitt tatt tilbake. But we can't carry the light of the gospel to the nations until we carry the light of the gospel in our hearts. Men vi kan ikke være evangelie ut til verden før vi har evangelie i hjertet vårt. That's why you're committed to the cause of Jewish evangelism. Derfor har vi et ønske i hjertet vårt, en lengsel når det gjelder jødemisjon. Because we want to see God's promise fulfilled. For vi ønsker å se Guds løfter oppfylt. The salvation of Israel. Israels frelse. So that God's salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Så når Guds frelse kan nå til jordens ende. Thank you for being with me. In that wonderful cause. Tack för att du är med mig i detta stora och viktiga uppdrag. Let's pray. Låt be. God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob. Abraham, Isaac och Jakobs Gud. Thank you for loving us all beyond our ability to comprehend. Tack för att du älskar oss alla över det vi kan förstå. Thank you for inviting us to be a part of the mighty things that you are doing in, on, on this earth. Takk for at du inviterer oss med på det store du holder på med i verden. Thank you for my brothers and sisters for their commitment to seeing the gospel go out to your ancient people. Takk for alle som er med her og har bestemt seg og ønsker å bringe evangeliet til mitt folk. Lord, keep us all faithful to you. Jesus, hjelp oss å være trofast mot deg. Keep us committed to what is foremost on your heart. Hjelp oss å være bestemt å være med på det du har satt i hjertet vårt. And cause us to rejoice as we see you fulfill your holy will. Well, as you blow glados, now we see that in Yeshua's name. Yes, Amen. Amen.